0: Hey. Whoops. Hey. <laughs> good start. We're good start. A great start. Hey, welcome to Comic Culture, the podcast that talks about all things comics. I'm Walt. I'm Chris. And this is our first show of twenty twenty two. We got Chris and I have a good story to tell about what should have been our first show. <laughs>
1: yeah. Of twenty twenty two. Something happened and we couldn't avoid it. Well we could have, but we, we, were, we were
0: lazy. We're not very you know, prepared. So last yeah. week we got together. And uh, to do a show, and uh, we set up and everything, <clears throat> and then we realized the batteries were dead on our device. And then we looked and looked for batteries, and we couldn't find any. And Chris and I already had toasted the show, yeah, once yeah. or twice. Oh, um, and um, so we couldn't go out and buy more batteries. No, okay, can't, can't possibly do that. Can't possibly do that. And plus, it was minus 19, it's
1: a, and it's at least. 10 minutes away to, 10 get, minutes. to get a to get a new battery. So
0: we decided just to chum around a bit and yep. not do a show. And um, save it for this week. So this is our first show of the year. Yep. Uh, Chris, welcome to 2022.
1: No, thank you very much, Walt. Welcome to 2022 as well.
0: Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And uh, obviously the first show of the year. Let's talk about what's coming, 2022. Yeah, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Because if anybody's going to know. It's us. It's us. Oh, yeah. Um, Let me get out my crystal ball. Right. Your crystal balls.
1: Um, my, my
0: crisp balls. Crisp balls. Hey. Hey. Are they shiny? No. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, there's our first call-in. First, first call-in of the first year. First call-in of the year. You guys can't say that on air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll talk about a few things, Chris. We'll talk about, we'll try not to keep it specific to, you know, old books. If it's, if
1: it's one thing we like to do, is like to be vague. <laughs> comes naturally. It comes very
0: it. naturally. Comes naturally to us. So um, I wanted to start off with a question. Okay. To you. What's what's your what's your question? Uh, it's more of a mandate. Oh, a mandate. a mandate. That's not really a question. No, it's not. Okay. I am mandating to you and to myself yes. that you and I, by the end of this calendar year, yep. have to acquire one comic that we really, really want. Right. Now Value isn't uh, the main objective. No. Getting a deal isn't the main objective. No. It's filling in that niche part of our collection. And I'm not talking about, oh, I want to get an Amazing Spider-Man 300 that we can pretty well get today. Right. 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 We can get it five minutes from now. We can each have one. Correct. Um, I'm talking about a tough book that we really want. Yeah. In a tough grade. Yeah. Don't have to be nine eights, but maybe they're nine ohs, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Okay, um, yeah. So, I'm thinking I'll start, okay. And you know, last year, my favorite pickup of the year, oh, uh, I know what it is, was that Jet Dream, Jet, Jet Dream number one, number one, yeah. Uh, but did you know the first appearance of a, a Jet Dream isn't in that book? I, I did know that actually. There were a backup story in Man from Uncle number seven, it's crazy, eh? Yeah, yeah, now they weren't on the cover. But no. man from Uncle number 7 has the first appearance of Jet Dream. That's right. I need that book in my collection I think, by December 31st, 2022. I, I think that's a that's a good that's a very good one to have. Um, and I'm cutting the grade off at 8.0 like i don't want anything below i don't want like a 3.5 thing or something like that i want some quality to it right now, i'm thinking if i if there was an 8.0 graded on an auction that might get 52 dollars yeah 39 dollars or yep. something like that so um it's not necessarily the price it's just finding one. absolutely finding it in a decent shape so anybody listening has one in decent shape yep. you can really help me along and get this get this monkey off my back <laughs> early in the year now, now is there a book that you want because you like the cover that you
1: know that that you that you know you could buy it probably now uh-huh. but you just don't want to pay the money that it's that it's, oh, selling it's like 50 for? books like that okay name one of them name one well, of them okay off the top I, of your head.
0: I would like a nine point4 at least a nine point4 yep. Uh, you're right, though. It's hard to get. Uh, Marvel team up number one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, we're uh, as part of your mind's 2021 mandate. That's right. That's another guy saying he wants a Marvel team up number one, too. Yeah, well, a lot of call in listeners today. Um, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, team up one. At a nine four would be nice for me. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. So, well, the, the book that I really want to find a nice copy of that I it's hard to find a nice copy of because of because of the 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 cover itself. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily worth anything, but it's a House of Secrets number one fourteen, and I'm gonna pull it up. Oh,
0: I love that one. For
1: those of you that aren't maybe familiar, is a cover and it's a, a like a girl like a figure skater uh-huh. that's got a bunch of. Skeleton hockey player is behind her. That's and right. then in front of her there's a guy uh, some sort of skeleton coming from underneath the ice. Busting out of it's the ice. It's just so goofy and weird and Canadian, I just, Canadian, right? Yeah. I, I just love that cover. So I love that one
0: too. So again, it's not it's a nothing book. That's uh that's a great one. I always loved that one. Remember the one where um the ice cream is melting. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, I, House of Secrets, I think it's 123 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I love that. Oh, one. there it
1: is right there here. I got it right here. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, it is 123. Yep. Oh, that's I a great one. That one. I love that one. See, I have a good copy of this oh, you one. you do have that one? I do have this Wanna one. Want to sell it? No, no. Not not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. I think I have a 9 It's either a nine four or a nine six in that. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's hard that's to get. Tough, hard tough to get. Book. Yeah. yeah.
0: Good value in that. Yes. Yes. Um
1: Now the book that I want that um is, I can easily find. I just don't want to, and it's not even that much money. I just don't want to pay it. What is it? It's okay. So, do you remember? Do you remember the Dave Stevens Planet Comics cover with the two girls getting on the bike? That's like a like a space bike kind of thing. Hold on. I do. Yes,
0: I do. Yes, okay, I and do.
1: one yeah. girl's kind of looking behind her. The other one's kind of yeah. you know, going ahead. Uh-huh. Well, Adam Hughes did an uh, did an homage to that uh-huh. for a, a comic called Dirty Pair, and it's it's hard to find. I'm gonna pull up a, cover- a picture of it for you, just so you can look at. It. And it's just something I've been looking for, but I can't. I don't want to spend the eight hundred or five hundred bucks that people want for it. Uh, I just don't. I want to find a raw copy for a decent price. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's not. It's not worth. I mean, it's worth some money, but it's not I like. Know. I just yeah. want to find a raw copy
0: for yeah. fifty bucks well, or something. You know what you do? You look for like a nine two eight five nine zero graded. Yeah, and, yeah, and get them for eighty bucks. But I can't even find. I would, but I can't find them. Ah, that's the thing.
1: Because yeah, right? then you just crack it open when you get it. Exactly. And people are people. I think are doing that and still selling it for the three four hundred dollars. Sons of bitches. So and I don't want to pay that.
0: So, yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. So other than that, so those are my two my two ones that I'm kind of okay. So you want on the, hunt the, the for. one that you want by the end of the year that's hard to hunt down mm-hmm. is that a uh, nice of copy secrets. of the house of secrets that's yeah. a great book i love that that's book. that's a great yeah. book yeah all right and, and for me it's man from uncle number seven yeah first appearance jet dream i'd like it around hopefully you know 8 or better but if i could find like a 9-4 do you remember
1: we found the one copy but i think it was like a four zero or yeah, something anywhere, yeah
0: and the guy still wanted like 50 bucks for it i know it. Uh, like i we couldn't, couldn't do it, it. couldn't yeah. do it yeah. The problem is if you get stuff like that, so this is this is the dilemma, right? So you want a book. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's on your list. Yeah. You know yourself. So you find this two point five comes along. <laughs> and despite knowing yourself, you buy it. Yeah. And you paid three hundred bucks for it. Yeah. Or, or whatever it is. Or two bucks for it. Or seventeen bucks or for whatever. it. Or whatever. And the moment it gets in your collection you hate it. <laughs> It's like oh I gotta yeah. upgrade this book now. Why, why did I buy that? Why did I buy that? I know because right? you know, but but you want the book so bad that yep. you'll take it. Yeah. But as soon as you get it, you hate it. That's right. Right because it doesn't fit into the rest of them or it doesn't. But, just but you know, I think that's not always the case because there are books that that I have that I don't care if it's a four I'm just happy to have it okay. because it's it's so expensive. Okay, but that's uh, that's not what I'm talking. No, about. I know, I yeah, know. Yeah. I'm talking about where a nice because if you're collecting raw. So raws, let's say like 7.5s. Yeah. They're nice-looking raw combo. Absolutely. Right? And 3.5s sometimes got big creases on them. Sometimes yep. got water stains on them. Sometimes got stuff that you hate. Yeah, Bottom yep. staple detached on them. Color, color damage. <laughs> you know. Everything, yep. right? So, you know, one might have been 35 bucks. The other one might be 70 bucks. Right. Right? But it's... It's the principle of it. It's the principle of it, I guess. But it's also the, the you know, that, that pet peeve thing yeah, yeah. that we talked about before. Well, but, and
1: we have talked about that. I mean, so of all the pet peeves of collecting, what's your biggest pet peeve? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Um, I Honestly, I don't know. I, I think probably, you know, something marring the cover. Yeah. <clears throat> Whether it's tape or large tear or large piece out or... <clears throat> but it would have to do with something marring the cover. I also don't like tanning pages. Mm. Hate tanning pages. Right, Especially right. if you have a raw book. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, sometimes uh, on a, a graded book, you can't really see it, and the cover may have good gloss, but you can see around the edges. Yeah. You can see that tan color, and you kind of know that the inside covers are tanning. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, that, yeah. That always bugged me a bit.
1: I think... Uh, you know, obviously, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to say like tears or anything like that because I think that's a that's a given. Yeah. Uh, but I think probably uh, you know those spine ticks that 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 wear out when especially when it's a black cover. or, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. a nice a nice glossy cover. And well, then that's the problem into, with black covers. Yeah.
0: You can't collect them. No, it's hard. It's yeah. so hard. It's so because hard. You, then you're just counting how many spine ticks you have. That's right. You know? That's right.
1: And, so, then, and then if you want to try to get like a uh, 9.8, well, then you're paying through
0: the roof. And you're paying through the roof. Right? You're paying 9.8 on a black cover through the roof if it's from like 1983. Never mind 1973 yeah, no kidding. or 1963. Yeah. You can't even touch those. But uh, all right. Anyway, so, okay. So we've picked our books. Uh, we're going to try to get those. I think our, I think our, anybody
1: that's listening should also let us know what they're, what they're looking out for. Hey, yeah.
0: Yeah. What's the big book what's the on book that the, list? What's the list for the year? What's that big book on the list this year? Yeah. What's top of the list yeah. that you have to hunt down yeah. this year? Um, yeah, that I would really like, obviously always opportunistic and you'll find stuff and everything like that, but that specifically is a book I'm looking for. Yeah. All right. Um, so, you know, as we're heading into 2022, Chris, we're looking at, um, the marketplace for old collectible books that you and I are, are into, yeah, um, and it's pretty topsy turvy right now. It's like the best the times and worst of times. Not uh, you know. Well, okay. So I know I know why it's the best of times, and we'll get into that in a minute. Uh-huh. But why why are you saying it's the worst of times? Well, it's volatile. So mm. so I think the market's splintering into multiple markets. Okay, I, think I wrote about this before i think the best of times is for the highest end of the market right that continues unabated to you know fly through the roof yeah, yeah things yeah. are just breaking record after record every time yeah i think uh, uh just recently that uh 4.5 detective uh on heritage broke a million yeah uh, and, and the it's um, crazy and the 6.0 action got two point something. Ugh. I forget whether... But, you know, these are books two, three years ago weren't cracking a million. No, no. Um,
1: well, but, and so you and I were talking earlier about, you know, I, we were saying, like, when, when was the first book to
0: crack a million dollars? I think 2011 or 2010. But, that, that detective... Uh, 27, 8.0.
1: But that, another one didn't really happen for a while. Yeah, after for that. a couple
0: years after that. And then it was. Uh, here's my prediction. Okay, what's your prediction? My crystal ball. I'm looking at Chris's balls. Yep,
1: yep. They're laid out
0: for you. They're shiny. Yep. And I'm seeing this in them. I'm seeing 2022. Are you seeing your reflection in them? <laughs> <laughs> I see my de- <laughs> destiny. <laughs> Um twenty twenty two will have more million dollar comic sales than the cumulative comic million dollar comic sales up until the end of twenty twenty one. I would I would From from twenty ten to twenty end of twenty twenty one, have no idea. Let's just say seventeen items sold for a million dollars. Items it could or be comics. Comics. Okay comics. Like individual comics sold for over a million dollars yeah i don't know whether that number is 11 or 23 it's somewhere in around the teens right i think i think 2022 cumulatively by itself will have more million dollar comic sales than all of history right <laughs> pretty well yeah yeah right yeah. so that's my one prediction for the high-end market now
1: um as we also saw uh, this This past week, uh-huh. um, original art is
0: clearly going crazy. Oh, Akko continues to go nuts. I think everybody was riveted last week to the um, to the um, the Mike Zeck the, the Zec first
1: page um, of the um, the Black Spider Man,
0: the Marvel superhero Secret Wars number eight, page twenty five of number eight, because page twenty four at the end. You kind of see his hands starting to get black. And now that sold for a lot of money too. Yeah, it sold for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And then page 25, which is the big kind of half splash, three quarter splash of him all black. Yeah. uh, That sold for like three million something dollars. Just ridiculous. Like Monets and and Picasso's used to sell for three million dollars. Yeah. You know? It's just like now you're getting a Mike Zek sell for $3 million. And how
1: much of the population knows who a Mike Zek is? I mean, I, I know, know comic book collectors will, but I
0: mean... I know, which kind of begs to, you know, the guy that you always felt for in the day because he voiced his displeasure at the way everything was done was Neil Adams. right neil adams is oh, all my art was stolen my, you know like yeah. his stance was that he should have kept all his art mm-hmm. right um how's a guy like mike zack feel
1: well right. as, as uh, you know as i was listening to that uh that auction i said i bet mike Zach wishes that money was going into his pocket oh yeah right yeah i don't okay. care who you are two million dollars is or three million dollars is a lot of money Oof. right
0: yeah that's incredible incredible i think uh well, I mean, original art's just a reflection of comics, right? Original art, you know, as high as comic prices go, original art, if it's a good page, that's the only one you're going to get. But do you think that... Now, I just want to go back to this Mike,
1: Mike Zek thing. Okay. Um, now, obviously, the art is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the material, meaning the storyline, has a big to do with that as well. Mm-hmm. It's not <laughs> just like it's a, like a Picasso. There's lots of Picassos out there, mm-hmm. and, and there's lots of Monet's. Uh, and a lot of them sell for the same, roughly the same price. Yeah. You know, um, you know clearly the Mike Zeck page, two two pages
0: before that isn't selling for as much as uh, the twenty five. The values have nothing to do with the art. You're you're wrong. And it's when you say you know, don't get me wrong, the art is fantastic. I mean, you're not wrong, but you're that that has like ten percent bearing on on what that our thing sold for. It's all about the, yeah. The first it's experience. all about the thing because. Yeah. His his art, he may have been feeling his art and his layouts and everything way better five pages before. Sure. But th- that that uh, page, five pages before, might sell for $35,000. Right. Not $3.5 million. Right. Dollars, right, 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 right. It's all about subject matter. So, yeah. so let's say FF Fantastic Four number 48 yep. famously doesn't have Surfer or Galactus on the cover. Right. Now, I don't remember the inside page pages i don't remember the first time we see the surfer mm. i don't know if it's some sort of small little corner thing where he's far away and he's coming yeah just kind of like that spidey page where yeah. you kind of see his arm yeah, yeah, yeah. or i don't know if it's a nice half splash where you know the silver surfer the herald is coming yeah, first yeah. but you know that page might not be the best layout or the best Kirby work in that book, right? But that page represents the very first Silver exactly. Surfer, so that's the page that's going to get four or five million dollars. Yeah, right? that's right. So crazy! Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness. So well, okay. So so clearly, original art is also on the rise.
0: Yes. Right. Original art is on the rise. You'll see. Uh, it's for wall. You know. Look at you and me, Kreskins. <laughs> hey, do you think anybody younger would know who the Amazing Kreskin is? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, probably not. So yeah, we're we're predicting record prices for original comic art, people. Yeah, that's that's how much we're confident. Yeah, but uh, yeah, our art will will just go crazy. We're going to do a show this year about art. All right, I I know you're a connoisseur of art, and I think there'll be a lot of really cool market results in the next couple of weeks. I think you're right, uh, and then I think we'll definitely dedicate one to art. Yeah, Um, because art is still um, art is still. A collecting strain that is a natural extension and place to go to for comic book fans, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but what the good news is art is also still a place where you can go where you can pick up original art pages for less than a hundred bucks
1: oh absolutely you know although I mean?
0: that, less than a hundred is
1: getting harder and harder it these is days. getting
0: harder and harder, but it's yeah. still possible yeah yeah and um and you're getting a unique one of a kind item for that 's right you know not much money yeah uh, so um all right, let's stick with uh, comics. So on the high end, remember when I said best of times, worst of times, uh, I, I think I think in the middle, is Chris, is Chris's where where things are kind of... You know, my argument was before, as that whole comic value push from the beginning of COVID on moved up, you know, that huge swell yep. brought everything along with it. And I think um, the more common mid-grade stuff of these record-setting price items in the high end. Yeah, yeah. I think they got brought along maybe a little too far. Right. In terms of where they should be. And I think right now you're seeing a little bit of volatility right yeah. in the middle. There's a little bit of
1: correction going on. Yeah, for sure. in the middle, yeah, right? Yeah. So,
0: you know, maybe a 5.5 Spidey number one. Yeah. In. You know, March or June of 2021, you might have got $25,000 for it. Right. I think now you're getting like $18,000 yeah, yeah, for yeah. it.
1: Well, and even, um, you know, I, I remember looking up a, a 181, a 6.5 mm-hmm. 181. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, at its high point it was, it was 8,000 US yeah and now yeah. it's down to about 5 right, right? well so. the
0: you know a giant size 1 9.8 which is there's like 200 giant size X-Men 1 9.8 which is like roughly 200 copies of. yeah that was up around 65,000 dollars it's just closed on that heritage auction mm-hmm. uh, for 48,000 wow right so yeah, yeah. you know this is where you know the stuff I guess where there is still supply yeah. Um, I think that is being tempered right now in terms of, uh, but,
1: but we did we did kind of talk about this before last year because we talked about the fact that the high end books, um, you know, brought along some of those those the the, the medium rain, medium end books I'll call it, uh-huh. but not very much. Whereas the low end, those were also getting lots of money too because yeah. that that sort of entry point of
0: that title, the floor doesn't seem to be falling. No the floor. No. The floor, like 1.0, 1. 1. 1.5 prices on the big keys, Yeah, that increased quite dramatically. And so I guess what that tells you is there's still a lot of people wanting to get into the game. So the pressure is on those 1.0s and 1.5s in terms because they're, they're the ones that are affordable. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, a Spidey 1, 1.0, 1. I don't even know the numbers, Chris, but I can almost bet that uh, it hasn't dropped in value like the 5.5 no right so the floor i think is relatively stable on on most of those big keys yeah i think where we're getting hurt where we're seeing the market correct a bit is those 3.5s to you know 8.5 7.5s or or whatever because i think when you know a spidey 9.2 comes to market it's going to set a new new record for sure right Uh, that's just my view but um but I still think there's tons and tons of comics, uh, you know, and we all, I think the the mistake we all make is we, we, we don't believe in ourselves enough when we collect. So we default to the keys that are already established. Right. And, you know you you, you, listening and me and Chris, we, we can all discover new... There's a lot of opportunity out there still oh, in yeah. books that, you know, will appreciate and value just because they're not yet, but they should. Right. Right? And, and, um, and there's tons of them. And, and you know what? And the nuances of... The problem... No, it's not a problem. That... What weeds and bleeds out those types of books is one person can't discover two hundred new books that are going to be worth. My voice is cracking. It is I'm so uh, emotional. You're, 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 I know. I can tell. Um, and tears one, in your eyes. One person will not bleed out 200 new really wanted books this year right it'll be 200 different people sure sure you know each somebody will discover something and yep, somebody yep. will find something so you and I have the power to go out and say hey this is a fantastic book you know I really want this book and you trip upon it right yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're you sent me uh, an Archie cover oh, yeah, yeah. the other day yeah. as soon as I saw it I want that book. The first thing you wrote back to me was, yeah. "I want that book." But you yeah. wrote to me, "I really need this book." I go, "I really need this book too," mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and things like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, and good luck finding. One, I know, right? I know, but um, yeah, and like, we're not going to say what that Archie book is. No, we're not because yeah. we want to hoard them. Right? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, looking ahead to 2022 as well. Maybe we can talk about. I think the raw. Go ahead. No,
1: I was just gonna say, you know, if you're talking about what what uh, what to talk about, uh-huh. I think we need to ask our li- listeners if there's anything that they think that we should be asking. We should be. Oh, in terms of uh, in terms of show, conversation uh, content, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that. If there's anything yeah. that
0: you want us to uh, approach, or if you have an idea, why would we want to make them think this is some sort of democracy?
1: Well, I'm just saying, you know, it's uh, it's possible. Is it? Well. Uh, because we're running out of ideas.
0: Exactly. I mean... Yeah. Uh, and we're the house of ideas. House of ideas, yeah. right.
1: Um, yeah, I'd love to. Actually, one of the things I do want to talk about uh, in one of the shows coming up is uh, how you catalog your comics. Or do you catalog your comics? I don't. Yeah, I, do. yeah. I, I, I started doing it.
0: Oh. Yeah. Don't tell yet. I'm not going to say anything yeah. now, but... Sure, that was the thing. Yeah, there's software out there, but then you got to be like a techie. No, yeah. you well, yeah, well, we'll get on that. All right, we'll get on that. We'll get on that. All right, let's keep talking about 2022, what I see, what you see. I think the raw market will continue to be very, very healthy as people just are more excited about tangible comic books that they can open up. It's almost, I don't want to call it a rebellion against grading, but it's not. And I think the market's always been strong for raw comics, obviously in the under $100 range. But I think there's more excitement for raw comics in the 100 to $1,000 hmm. range now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's nervousness in the raw market of a $1,000 to $5,000 comic. Absolutely, as there right? should be. But I think there's excitement in that 100 to $1,000 comic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, oh, look at this nice... Mid grade Silver Surfer. I'm holding it in my hands and I'm leafing through it. and It's beautiful. And
1: and with the amount of time it's taking to get things graded, Mm -hmm. you know, if a guy has you know has a uh, has a I don't know a a, I don't know a five hundred dollar FF book, yeah, you know, and he's got it in his hands. He's do I do I send do I send this down for grading Mm -hmm. or do I you know throw it up on eBay raw right or whatever? Well, the good
0: news is now before it was a no brainer in the sense if you wanted to pull money out of it, you had to send it down. Yeah. But now, for many reasons, one of which is the backlog at CGC, um, you're going to get pull out just as much for it being ungraded. That's right. It it may be a little less than the graded version, or it might not even be, but you're saving all those grading and shipping fees. Absolutely. And perhaps even pressing fees, right? So uh, there's excitement around the raw market, uh, definitely, in 2022. I think... You know, when when the shows return in full force, I hope, hope that kind of will uh, be exciting for people to get their grubby little hands on those raw books in those yep. bins, yep. right? Because uh, people have been missing that. Uh, I think that there's going to be one other market that's going to emerge
1: that's, that's really started with a couple of things, uh, but I think there's going to be an even greater emergence, and that's going to be uh, comic books based on franchises. I think those are going to start even more in earnest than they have in the past. So books like, like Star Wars, uh-huh. Indiana Jones. Right. I think we're going to see a greater surge in those kinds of books. Ones that we're not even too sure about yet. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, Dune. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah right. Like, yeah. like all that kind of stuff. Stuff that, stuff that people really aren't too sure about right now.
0: Why? Why? aren't the first Indiana Jones things worth anything
1: well this is my point I yeah think, I think people I think there's a lot of those kind of books that people haven't really caught on with yet because
0: when you think about Dune yeah you know because I think uh, the first appearance of comic book Dune was in that graphic novel right Marvel Presents or whatever yeah. Premiere or whatever yeah or Marvel Special something yeah like it was that.
1: like a magazine format
0: yeah and then and then they reprinted that into three issues of the one two three miniseries right So I remember that. And that was like 84, 85. Yeah, yeah. But Indiana Jones was around 81, 82. Yeah. Um, Well, they had a Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, comic book adaptation. Yeah. Right? That's what I mean. Yeah. Just like they had the Star Wars adaptation. Right, right. Now, a 9.8 Star Wars number one is $5,000. Right. A 9.8 Indiana Jones number one is $200. Right. That's my point exactly.
1: I think there's a lot of books like that that still have a lot of leeway still you know, whether it be Indiana Jones or, I mean, Transformers is really starting to kick in now. But Transformers number one a few years ago wasn't that hot. Now, a 9.8 sells for like 500 to bucks to 1,000.
0: All right. Let's, let's stick with Transformers, Indiana Jones. Let's say these words right now Transformers, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Walking Dead. Yeah. Because I had a thought come to okay. me. Okay. Yeah. So I have to get those out there to formulate my thought. I always thought that the paramount investment was the character. Right. Not the concept. Right. So the character being Indiana Jones. Yes. The character being Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. The character being whatever. But, and and I've kind of poo-pooed the long-term viability of uh, Walking Dead number one. Right. Because I said there's no iconic pop culture dominant character that comes out of that right sheriff grimes or whatever his yeah, name yeah, is yeah, whatever yeah. but it's not he's not heavy enough not weighty right. enough yeah, yeah, but look at star wars mm-hmm. it is totally transitioned away from han and luke and oh, leia yeah. uh star wars is all the value is all in the concept right it's the star wars universe right so but look at indiana jones that's all character based, but it's worthless. That's right. Relative. Relatively. So was I wrong? So I, I is don't know. Walking Dead a good investment at number one? I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> when it was great. at 3000 yeah, bucks and it was falling to fifteen hundred, and I go, see, I told you yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Right? Was I wrong? Is it gonna shoot up to five thousand? Seven thousand? You gotta look at the, you gotta look at the crystal balls again. Chris's balls. Yeah. Can you uh throw them on let the me, table? Let again? me uh, let me get them up here. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Um so I don't know. I don't know. I always thought it was character driven. Um, uh, but now, you know, you're saying franchises and, 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 um, you know, you know, like storylines and then, you know, that concepts yeah. are, are, are the thing. And, um, I think you might be right. I think I have to reconsider that. I think I have to go back to the drawing board and, and figure that out. Right? That's, that's my prediction anyways. Yeah. You
1: know, I think that there's a lot of franchises out there that are just you know, on the verge of being more popular again. Right. Uh, Did they have
0: yeah. a Lord of the Rings? Did Marvel do a Lord of the Rings when, when, the, when, when the, was it Jackson movies came out?
1: Yeah, I don't think so. No? I, think, I think there was a company that made them, maybe Dark Horse, uh-huh. But I don't think Lord. Of, I don't think it was Marvel or DC who made them, right? Okay. Right. But I mean, look at so look. You know, I know. Remember, there was an old Advanced Dungeons and Dragons comic that right. came out from DC years yeah. and years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah, I could yeah. see that going up in value right. because D and D is huge. Yeah, right. That's becoming more. It's becoming more accepted now as a as a as a game.
0: You know, you're right. So in twenty, I think. This is probably started a few years ago, but I think it's all coming to light now. Like, obviously, so you know, we're, we're just picking up on it because we're slow, right? But we can predict it now, now that we now know that it's happening, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but things like non North American properties that were adapted into North American comic book culture, like Usagi Ojimbo, yeah, yeah, like um. Uh, some of the other manga things, like uh, some of the European things, like I, I think maybe some of that stuff, like Dungeons and Dragons, that didn't come from a that's not not even uh, it's not it's to, not comic related. Yeah, it's not comic related. Doesn't have to be from outside North America, but it has to be from outside the comic yeah uh, realm. world yeah. realm. Yeah. Um all, all those books being adapted to the comic yeah. format, um, uh, you know. But you know, we should have known that. From the popularity and you know of Flintstones comics and I Love Lucy comics, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, fifty years ago, those right. things were worth money. Sure. And Then Conan comics, and then of course Star oh, Wars yeah. comics, and so it's all always been a thing. Yeah, um, like that first, uh, uh, I think it was, is it Albedo two? The first Usagi, yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, whatever it is, That's it. Um, Albedo you know, or al- Albedo, whatever, yeah, or, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's just tons of money. Yeah, right. Um, and it's from a property that's comes from pretty well another culture and another genre that's right adapted to Canadian American uh, comic book culture but yeah so I mean that is definitely uh, a trend that will keep going yeah that's an easy call going into 2022 how do you think the cons are going to look in 2020?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I, you know, personally, I can't wait to get back to a con. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But at the same time, I'm, you know, I'm you know I'm less nervous now. Yep. You know, um, like a lot of our listeners, I've got you know at least a couple of the shots. Uh, you know, so I'm less nervous because of that. I'm less nervous about the variants. I know that the Omicron variant is going to be dying out because everybody's going to basically get it mm-hmm. uh, from what the statistics so say. Far. So yeah, far. Um, you know so i 'm less nervous about going to conventions now than I was before i 'm less nervous about all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think by the summertime i'm certainly ready to go to a convention and uh, thank thank goodness too yeah, right? yeah, yeah you know yeah. it's uh, it's time
0: i do think I do think uh, uh, by the end of twenty twenty two there will be a new standard and a new expectations for comic cons i think I think you cannot have such a massive social um it, interpersonal interactive upheaval in society um and not have uh things like trade shows change in their character sure, right sure. i just don't know how that change is going to manifest itself and what shows yeah. will look like once things get back into kind of full swing let's yeah, say a year yeah, from now yeah. or, well
1: i mean they're all i mean and, and i'm not trying to i'm not trying to compare ourselves but i have to do a bit of a comparison there all those things are still going in the states right, right. in, uh, in yeah. the united states there's shows there's, but are they have they changed
0: i don't think so no i don't think okay so. well, then maybe that's the answer the answer yeah. is they're not going to change they're going to be exactly like they were in 2018 yeah. i don't think so though i, I don't know it, it,
1: mm. it depends it probably depends on the country and what kind of I mean where our our, our uh, you know, bylaws are a little bit different from those. I'm in the talking States.
0: about post bylaws, Chris. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about things are back to normal. Um, you know. Yeah, I don't uh, know if they're going to change. I really no? don't know. Okay, that's a good call. I mean, yeah. that's that's your stance. Yeah. I think things will change. I just don't, don't know what. Yeah. Uh, like I said, one of the big changes is I think you're going to, I'll pick. I think twenty five percent of the vendors that normally used to frequent the shows probably won't return. Well, Not because they're afraid of any Omicron, right? But because they realize they don't have to.
1: Right. Okay. So in that sense, yes, I yes. think things are going to change. Right. Um, because, the, like you said, like there's been such a such a or sur- such a surge, I should say, uh-huh. in online sales yeah. that people are realizing they can do all their buying. Online throughout the year, rather than hoarding their cash for one big trip, right? Right. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a social event that people enjoy going to, so it's it's not going to die out.
0: Well, you and I have always encouraged everybody to go out to a big show. Yeah, absolutely. Once a year, yeah. make sure you go out to a big show. I think anybody listening in North America, anyway, I think all ninety five percent of the people that would listen to this, yeah, are. A half day's drive, three hour drive, four hour drive to a major show. Absolutely, yeah, I would like a big so. city yeah, show. Yeah, right? yeah, you know what I mean. Whether it's the Pittsburgh show or the Philly show or the uh, Seattle show or LA or the yeah, Bay yeah. Area or in, anywhere in big cities in Florida or New York's Eastern Seaboard, you got shows everywhere. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, Detroit, yeah, Chicago. These yeah. are all centers that are. At the most, four hours away. Calgary. Yeah, Calgary. Vancouver's got a big show. You know, Toronto. You know what? In terms of a big show, that poor sucker in Flint Flon, (laughs) Manitoba, that son of a bitch has probably got like, God damn, I got 19 hours to the closest show. (laughs) That's a true fan. That's a true fan. Oh, my God. So, um, yeah, that'll be interesting. How about local comic shops, Chris? Yeah, you know it's funny. Um, I've talked to a few people
1: that uh, either frequent them or own them, Mm -hmm. and uh, now right this time of year is always a bad indicator because it's post Christmas. Nobody's has any money to spend on uh, additional shops are dead. Shops are dead. You know, it's it's a bad time of year, but but. Going into Christmas, a lot of people were saying that things were a little slow, Uh uh, even though they still said that they had a good Christmas, but it wasn't like their best ever. Um, It was a little slower than normal. Uh, Now, for whatever reasons, whether people don't have the money or they've already spent the money, I
0: I don't know. I think in store before Christmas, speaking from my experience, like using the Boxing Day sale, which used to be one of the three big days of the year for sales at our shop. It was a free comic book day day. Yeah. Uh, Anniver- our annual sale. Anniversary sale. Anniversary sale in September. And Boxing Day. Yeah. Um, those were our three traditionally biggest sales days. And I, I think we did about half of our best day this time around, which was still a good number. Yeah. But we knew it would be a fraction of it because – you know there were there were there were limits in how much people you could fit in the store. Sure, we didn't advertise a Come one, come all. We tried to defer it into a week long thing. Right, hey, right. Hey, it's right. a boxing week thing. Yeah, you know, don't yeah, have to yeah. rush in the first day. Because we didn't want, you know, it's it's a little easier on a twenty-seven degree July day <laughs> to do crowd control outside sure, sure. than it is on a minus fifteen, you know, Boxing Day. Yeah, you know, yeah. hey, you can't come in yet. Yeah, you know, their, their fingertips are falling off outside. That's right. right? That's right. So, um, and people stayed away out kind of concern. Yeah, we didn't try to pack the shop nope. in terms of marketing. Uh, you know, when you combine the two, you get half the people. Absolutely. Absolutely. uh, I think a lot of the shops probably felt that, but uh, I hope, um, shops kind of adapt, like, like comic shops always been good at adapting. Uh, and I hope they adapt to the, the way things are now, the climate, the way that things are now. Um, and, uh, you know, I think the industry I, – I still think the pillar of the industry are those 2,500 North American local comic book yeah, shops. Yeah. I still think they're cumul- combined, the epicenter of, of our hobby, perhaps the uh, cons as a grouping, as, as a function yeah. is also very high. And the online, obviously, uh, places is, is also very high. But I feel, still think, you know, those shops – combined, you know, where all those new books funnel through every Wednesday and Tuesday is is still the focal point of the industry. And I just hope uh, all all shopkeeps keep, you know, guessing right. Yeah, yeah. I guess is the best way to do it. I hope it. so too. But I don't know, Chris, I think you and I didn't really go out on the ledge too much. No, not too today. much. We, we wish everybody a prosperous 20 and 22 and a healthy one as well. And we're going to continue on to try to do a show every week. Yeah. Uh, we got tripped up. But now we're we're back at it hard. And don't forget, well, it's only a couple short weeks, Chris, before uh Valent. I've, I've already gotten tons of emails. Have you now? Say, well, what's uh don't miss that Valentine's no, Day show. Oh, we won't. We won't. So, I've already started writing my poems. We
1: won't. And you know what? We didn't have we didn't have a sponsor this week. So, if you know somebody out there that wants to uh sponsor our show, That's right. and uh, you know, send us something to partake on, on the show,
0: uh, that sounds great. Awesome. Well, listen, hey, uh Again, uh, Happy New Year, and uh, we'll see you next week. Have yourself a great day.